It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Good morning, Izzy Kempe for breakfast. SCNZ Kempe's away for today. So it's just Rick Dog and myself. Keeping you entertained throughout the Monday morning, reacting to a big weekend again of sport. We've got Finn in the house, we've got Joe in the back room, and we've got Aroha keeping you up to date with everything in the news and sport. Ricardo, good morning. Morning, Izzy. How you doing, brother? How's your weekend? Good weekend. Very, very good. Nice and quiet, just chilled. It was very, very cold down here in Christchurch, raining, and uh, couldn't do much. Kids rugby got cancelled. I don't know why. It wasn't that bad, so that threw a spanner in the works, but that's okay. Um, So we just relaxed, lit the fire, and enjoyed the kids' company. My wife was away, so I just had the kids uh, here by myself for the weekend. So a real, real cool family just uh, enjoyed the time with the little kitties, the little ones. Did you try so, and harden uh, them yeah. up a bit by making them go run around out in the rain with a rugby ball and get muddy and just go, oh. oh, it's not that bad, is it? Go and do it. I did it when I was when I, back in my day. Did you, did you give it one of them? <laughs> no, no, I didn't go back in my day. I was outside. I didn't watch YouTube all day. Oh, it's a bit of a dilemma at the moment, Ricardo, because it's cold, it's miserable, but then the sun comes out, they're just stuck in this rut, and you're trying to motivate them to get outside and do something and give me that remote and go do do a few things. So on Saturday, I made decisions, it was raining, but I tried to go play temp and bowling, but every lane was booked out, so everyone had the same idea, and uh, so just went to a place called X-Golf down here, and the kids had a little hit on the golf simulator, had some lunch that killed a couple of hours and then went to the neighbour's house and they got a couple of little young boys and just kept them busy for a couple of hours. But it's always the case, you know, when it's the weekend, you want to go out and do so much. But if you're not planned, like I wasn't, yep. everything's booked out, you're just chasing yourself, chasing your tail. So, But hey, we had a good weekend and we, we just relaxed, watched a lot of sport, watched a lot of racing. Um, lit the fire, ate some good food. Now, it was a very good weekend, Ricardo. How was yours? Uh, yeah, mine was uh, similar to yours in a lot of ways, is that my missus was away for the weekend, so mm. it was just me and my daughter. Yeah, what is this? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, mate, I, so, so she was at a uh, black belt training camp for karate. So I don't talk. Oh, I don't talk back. You see, uh, you don't yeah, say much. You, hey? Yeah, whatever you want. Yep, yep. Sweet, now nah, all good. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, is she black belt? Nah, she's a senpai though, so which means she's got her own class that she takes. And once you get to oh. senpai, senpai, when they go to tournaments, they have to compete against like the brown and black belts and stuff. So she got invited along um, to this black belt training camp. So yeah, it was pretty hard, hardcore by the sounds of it. Like they, they did what they normally do, like a two-hour training on a Wednesday night, 
They do that from 10 in the morning till 5 in the afternoon on Saturday. And then oh. on the Sunday, they did 10 till 2 as well. Mm. Uh, and she came back covered in bruises because they were doing lots of uh, like <laughs> g- grappling drills and all that sort of stuff where people were grabbing and you'd have to break holds and throw them and all that sort of stuff. So, yeah, so she she was away for the weekend. So, yeah, it's just me and my daughter. So we just uh, hung out. Friday night was movie night. I took her to the supermarket so she could pick up some treats. So it was, you know, chocolate milk and chips and uh, sit down and watch the, the new Ant-Man movie. And then Saturday went and saw my mum up in Walkworth. And just uh, just did that, and then uh, had uh, one of her buddies um, come over on Saturday night with her mum, and uh, her mum's a big rugby fan, so we got pizza in, had a couple of beers, watched uh, the Canes and the Chiefs, and the girls went and played. So that was that was pretty chill, mate. That was pretty much us. Oh, nice, Ricardo. Look, I don't condone violence, but <laughs> has it has it been any moments where you've just been the the, the dummy? And, you know, you just had a flying kick go past your nose or something yeah. like that. Talk me through yeah. it. Yeah, it's been every now and then she'll go, oh, like, we, we learned this. We learned this tonight, you know. She'll come <laughs> over and she'll be like, she'll go, so you do this. And then I'll go, bang, bang, bang. And she does these things. And so I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, all right. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, a, a little bit, mate, a little bit. But that's all right. I've, uh, I've, <sighs> I've got built-in natural padding, so it's all right. That's one thing I've realised my son started going to mixed martial arts down oh, here yeah. in, in Christchurch, and it's awesome. I went for the first time. I've always I've been away, and he's only been three times. But I went the other day, and I walk in, and I'm like, I see the sensei. I'm like, I know that face. He's a he plays golf at Pegasus. <laughs> well, his name's his name's Panda. We call him Panda. Oh, he's Kung Fu Panda. Kung Fu I couldn't Panda believe, now. <laughs> mate, I couldn't believe it. I, I walked up. I said. What are you up to? He goes, oh, I'm... and he was wearing a black belt. And I said, yeah. you black belt? He goes, yeah, yeah, and I'm sensei, and I take all, you, I take your kid, and I, I take all these kids for mixed martial arts. And then he started doing these like big tornado roundhouses and all these things. And I said, wow, we do not judge a book by its cover. Nice, you know. I'm seeing this guy on the golf course. I'm like, man, I, could get, I got you. Yeah. I got you <laughs> easy. <laughs> and then as soon as he started doing these kicks, I said. Oh no no no! I haven't got you. Yeah, yeah. I'm nowhere near. So take that drop never where you judge want, a bro. book. Take that drop where you want. No worries. <laughs> oh, oh, never judge a book by its cover. But mate, it was cool. It was cool. Did your daughter get into it? Because yeah, she's, you know, I love she, seeing my son get into it. She does karate two days a week. That's how my missus got into it. Actually, she, my missus took her along to sign her up, and the woman who was doing the sign up said, "Oh, look, if you were going to be here anyway, you might as well sign up." And so now my missus oh. does four days a week. She trains, and one day a week she takes a class. So, wow, well, she's like I'm actually thinking I might get into it. Yeah. I might get into it. Yeah, it's something I've been humming and hiring about, and I think for the kids, like, what what is the best thing when you when your kids go along? Like you you want them to to just gain a bit of confidence. Um, not saying self defense, but you know you want to want them to hold themselves and also discipline. Man, this this Dis- sensei had them going, eh? Discipline's the big one, you know. Like that's what Rachel said to me that she, you know she has these kids lined up because she her the class that she takes is all yellow and white belts basically. Uh, she had them lined up, you know, doing drills and staying in a pla- in one place for about forty five minutes or whatever it is. And parents afterwards go, I can't believe that little Johnny st- stood still. And did what he was asked for that length of time, because like you know, and and that so that's part of it as well. That's a big part of it is the is the discipline side of things, man. So no, no, it's really good, really good, beautiful, mate. So yeah, so that was us. But I, I've got to say, mate, uh, this morning on Foxy Watch, 
PGA What's Championship. Because I haven't got TV. Oh, I've got TV. I've got TV in here, but when I finished with Sky, they deleted my app, so ah, I downloaded it again. Ah, you have to keep me update. Yeah, well, he's uh, he's one over for the round, so he's currently three over. So he's slipped to a tie for twenty fifth at the moment, uh, is where Fox is. But he's only through five, so he's got he's got time to pick up some shots. Um, Rory McIlroy's just teed off, and he has uh, birdied the first hole, so he is now in a come t- on Rory. A tie for seventh, uh, but leading it all, uh, he hasn't teed off today yet, but uh, leading it all is uh, Brooks Kepka, six under. Mm. So he tees off in about 20 minutes. That's an interesting one with Brooks. Brooksy. Like, we spoke about his Netflix the other day. That, that's the only thing I I have doubts, because he can get a bit of doubt in his head in the final round, like he capitulated. Well, he didn't capitulate. He came second at the Masters, but he had that one well and truly wrapped up and just couldn't quite get there in the final round. So that's my only little bit of apprehension in this final round is, is whether Brooks can continue on with his confident run. But for someone that has won the PGA twice, oh, he'll take a lot of confidence. Brooks, Kepka, you got Cor- uh, Connors uh, there at second place. Hovland, no, Hovland and, and, and Kepka, and then you got Connors, Scheffler. I've got Rory McIlroy. Obviously, I had Morikawa in my multi. That is the last time. That is the last time, Ricardo, <laughs> that I am backing Colin Morikawa. Mate, well, oh. speaking, of, speaking of bets, uh, we've got the Pundits Club at work. You know, you're in that Pundits oh. Club, right? We are in our eighth <laughs> week, and uh, every week, two people who are part of the Pundits Club get a chance to put a $30 multi on each uh, so we can grow Poor the man. Pond, right? Uh, we yet to have one come in, and uh, this was my this. How's this, man? This was my multi for the weekend. I had Melbourne <laughs> City to beat Sydney FC. Tick that came in. I had the Cronulla Sharks to beat the Newcastle Knights. Tick that came in. I had Kempi's horse. Just asked me for a place at Awapuni. That came what in. What a win! Tick. Yeah. All right. I just took it for the place at two thirty. So you know to be yeah. safe for the multi that came in. I've got Rory to finish top ten. He's currently seventh, and he's just birdied the first hole. All looking good. What's the one that fell over? <laughs> the West Tigers, two wins all season against last season's top four team, the Cowboys. I took the Cowboys. Oh, I couldn't believe it, Rick. I, I, I didn't know. What, well, I turned it on, and yeah. it was 36-6 in the first half. And I'm like, am I... Seen double vision here? Like, what is going on? They just absolutely pumped the Queensland Cowboys. I could, I couldn't believe it. And Luke Brooks, well, he silenced a lot of the doubters. Probably had his most complete performance of the year. And Sheen's come out and threw out a bit of backup ammo for him. But mate, that, that was that was something. I'm a Tigers supporter as well, um, Ricardo. Tigers then the Warriors because of Benji. Yeah, love watching Benji play for them, and they just have they turned a corner. Maybe, maybe they have because they've picked up a couple That's of decent hiding. results. And that is, yeah, they've absolutely just. Had, I think it's the biggest win in their career in their in their history. I should say for the Tigers, sixty six. What, what did the Cowboys get in the end? Sixteen or something like that. Sixty six ten, mm. whatever it was. But yeah, absolutely smashed the Cowboys. Uh, so that torpedoed what was looking like a very good multi because that was thirty bucks. That on. was a big multi too. It was returning seven hundred and something. So I was now like, we're just investing into Dylan's holiday fund. So yeah. um, <laughs> <laughs> I was I was rooting for you, Rick. I was oh. rooting for you, and that one's. 
just trips you up at the end. Oh, you poor man. Yeah, poor it wasn't man. happy, mate. It wasn't happy. So, yeah, so that was uh, yeah, that, that sort of dealt a bit of a – because I was watching the rugby, you know, with mate Sarah on Saturday night, but keeping an eye on the league score. And she knew that I had the bet going, so she was like, oh, what's happening in the league? What's happening in the league? It's like, it's not good. It's not good. We'll just keep watching the rugby. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to watch it. Oh, uh, man, that was that was something. And obviously um, some other big news as well. Uh, Ricardo, I know we have a can't wait question of the day coming up, but Aaron Major yeah. resigned early. Made the early call, eh? Made the early call. Yeah. Um, interesting, because, I mean, he's had, a, he's had a mixed season, right? But... Aaron Major's job as the coach of Moana Pacifica isn't just about winning matches. Like, I mean, that's what it should be about, but it's not just about that. And, you know, he had that close call with the Blues where they were up against the Blues, should have beaten the Blues, ended up losing 31-30, right? That would have been absolutely gutting. The next game changes his whole team because he wants to give these guys an opportunity to play so they can get selected for the Rugby World Cup. You know, because he's got guys from Tonga and Samoa and mm. Fiji and, and, and everywhere else in, in, in the team. Uh, and then that's when they concede 70 of the Canes. So it's kind of between a rock and a hard place. Hey, I mean, there is a job coming up at the Crusaders, mate. I don't know if you read anything into that. Nah, nah. He's been down here. Look, at this. obviously talk. They love hiring their own and, and keeping it internal. Mm. And he's been a past player and he's done well. Wow hell of a lot for this region so yeah I could see him being a candidate for that, that he, he position. He coached at Leicester as well didn't he so he's, he's coached overseas yeah. a little bit Coached at Leicester he's been over there, Leicester's Tigers head coach so he's got a you know something on his resume, he, he can tick all those boxes, mm. whether he'll make that decision I don't know who's the front runner for that that's still up in the air but yeah it's an interesting one with Wana Pacifica you know like their inclusion was so much, but it hasn't had the impact as a Fijian drawer has have mm. has had over the last couple of years. Like it's it's a hard one. Like as as the depth is there, we know the depth is, is around the islands, but do they have full access to those players in the islands, or are they just getting the leftovers from this um, competition? And I know that's part of your can't wait question of the day. And we might as well rip into it, eh? Yeah, let's it do is. that. Here it is. Okay, so on the breakdown last night. It was announced that Moana Pacifica's best player over the last two years, Levi Amour, is leaving them next year to play for the Crusaders. <coughs> Poaching. And uh, he's going to sign a New Zealand <laughs> rugby contract as well. Now, the Crusaders apparently beat the Blues and Rugby Australia to sign Levi Amour. But it's a massive blow for Moana Pacifica and for Samoa as well because he won't be able to play for them at the Rugby World Cup. Are you disappointed that what was dressed up as a helping hand for island rugby development now just looks like a nursery for New Zealand rugby to pillage from, because for I so don't agree with it. yeah for so long you know it was like we need to do more for New Zealand uh, for Island rugby, and then yep. we get given Moana Pacifica is in, in here and it's kind of sold as here's us helping Island rugby, but is it really helping Island rugby or is it just helping New Zealand rugby find more Island players? That's that's so bad, Ricardo. I I just can't see. I can understand why he would want to go there. Mm. He wants to, you know, try and crack a title or something. There's a lot of things that he would know personally why he's made the decision. But for the Crusaders to chase him that hard with the cavalry that they've got in their ranks, Dallas McLeod, Braden Enall, Jack Goodhue, David Harvelli, a ton of other players in the academy, and then you've gone and got Levi Ilmore. That just makes no sense. No. And I can understand the frustration from everyone out there because 
they are stacked. It's, it's the same situation with Ashe Fihaki, who got an opportunity on the weekend. He was very, very good too. Great to see him out there, but bar injuries, Shea would probably not have got a game, and Maka Springer's heading away, so he's going to get more in input, but, yeah, look, you just, yeah, I can understand the frustration, and I'm starting to see a lot of the, with the Highlanders, yeah, they're struggling, they would have loved to leave Aitomoa, well, that's wouldn't a they? I mean, I'm starting to wonder, is he, whether or not we have, you know, the depth for I asked this with Smithy a couple of weeks ago. Do we have the have, have the depth to keep running five Super Rugby teams in New Zealand and Moana Pacifica? Because at the moment, you look at that Highlanders team; it very looks like very cobbled together and not necessarily Super Rugby quality. You know, all of it across the board. That squad. Mm. Yep. Now I'm hearing you. It's 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 going to be interesting to see how this Moana Pacifica plays out. They've lost their coach. They've lost probably their best player. Yeah. And now where do they go? They they need to they need to find someone something to build around. And at the moment, the pillars, the foundations, they're gone. They've been taken out from the bottom of them. So yeah, I couldn't believe when I heard that news, Ricardo, and yeah. the a Crusader. But I don't agree with it. No, there you go. Well, we want to hear from you. Double eight double three is the temper and bedpost text machine. So let us know what you think of it. Double eight double three. You know that? Are you disappointed? That uh, what was dressed up as a helping hand for Ireland rugby now development now just looks like a nursery for NZR to pillage from, or is that just part and parcel of professional rugby? Let us know what you think. Oh eight hundred one five zero eight eleven or double eight double three the temper bed post text machine. Give us your thoughts. You could win a Chemist Warehouse Mayhem prize pack valued at over two hundred dollars. Thanks to Chemist Warehouse and their friends at Swiss. Coming up this morning, we've got a quizzy dag. Of course, uh, not too far away. We're going to have your calls, your texts as well. After seven, we're going to go to the UK. Ben Ransom from Sky Sport UK. He's in Manchester. He was at the Etihad Stadium today for Manchester City's crowning as Premier League champions. We'll catch up with Ben. Matt, Marty Burke as well uh, from the Canterbury Rugby. Uh, they've got a big initiative called Boots for the Bay helping out the, his old home uh, stomping ground, the Hawks Bay. Yours as well, Izzy. So we'll talk to him about that and some Super Rugby. And after 8 o'clock, you pulled some strings, Izzy. And Dan, Danny Cipriani, uh, the uh, the old uh, England number 10, is going to join us as well to have a chat about uh, Northern Hemisphere Rugby into the World Cup. Yeah, looking forward to that. Well, he's he's just an interesting bloke. He's been for so much. If you follow him on social media, like he was a he he went through some pretty tough times when he was playing. But he's I think he's turned a corner. He's really into his health and he's doing some cool things. So I thought it would be an interesting story to catch up. We could talk about La Rochelle and Leinster. There's plenty going on over in the north. I actually saw something suggest that he might not be fully retired just yet either, so we can ask him about that. That's coming up after 8 o'clock, so uh, stay tuned, and uh, we do have a Love Racing update with the uh, one and only Joe Dirt as well. We'll get uh, Joey's Dirt uh, with the Love Racing update shortly. It is 6.22. You're listening to Breakfast with Izzy and Kempe, thanks to Chemist Warehouse, the real house of fragrance.